Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Monday, November 27th. Major U.S. equity benchmarks fell modestly Monday as investors returned following last week's holiday. As many assessed early holiday season shopping reports, further declines in Treasury yields helped underpin stock prices amid ideas interest rates have peaked. The S&P 500 index posted just its second decline in the past nine days and remained near a four-month high. The S&P 500 and other large-cap indexes are fresh off a four-week winning streak, and whether that extends to five will hinge in part on how some key economic and inflation data later in the week shapes expectations for Federal Reserve policy. Retailers appeared to gain encouragement from an Adobe Analytics report that U.S. Black Friday e-commerce spending surged 7.5% from a year earlier to a record $9.8 billion. However, while some of the biggest retailers advanced, with Amazon and Walmart up 0.7% and 0.5% respectively, the rest of the sector was soft. Nathan Peterson, director of derivatives analysis at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, says bullish investors appear to be taking a rest in the wake of the market's strong performance this month as the market tries to get a better sense of consumer spending during the holidays with a key inflation update later this week. We saw relatively strong Black Friday, Cyber Monday data, but the market near term looks overbought. That's being countered by the drop in Treasury yields, improving technicals, bullish seasonality, and recent data which is giving confidence to the market that the soft landing economic narrative is intact. Here is where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was down 8.91 points or 0.2% at 4,550.43. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 56.68 points, or 0.2%, at 35,333.47. And the Nasdaq Composite was down 9.83 points, or 0.1%, at 14,241.02. The 10-year Treasury note yield was down about 10 basis points, at 4.387%. And the SIBO Volatility Index, or VIX, was up 0.23 of a point, at 12.69. Transportation shares were among the weakest performers Monday, and energy was also soft behind a drop in crude oil futures. Weakness in many retail stocks suggested some concern over consumer spending given high interest rates and slower job growth. The S&P Retail Select Index fell 0.6%, but is still up 8.2% for the month. Consumer discretionary and real estate shares were among the few gainers. As far as stocks on the move, Carnival Corp. rose 1.5% after Melius Research upgraded the cruise stock to buy from hold. Crown Castle rose 3.5% after the Wall Street Journal reported activist firm Elliott Investment Management called for new executive and board leadership of the telecommunications company. Domino's Pizza rose 4.5% after TD Cohen hiked its price target on the pizza chain to $430 from $410. Foot Locker fell 0.9% after City downgraded the stock to sell from neutral, citing skepticism the retailer can engineer a turnaround. 
Okta fell 4.1% after JMP Securities downgraded the software maker to market perform following a cybersecurity breach in October. Roku jumped 8.5% after Cannonball Research upgraded the stock to buy from neutral, citing room for upside in the company's fiscal 2024 consensus estimates. And Ativa Pharmaceutical rose 3.5% after UBS upgraded the company to buy from neutral, citing a strong brand pipeline and upcoming outcomes to two clinical trials. A handful of major companies are expected to report quarterly results this week, with Tuesday's lineup including minor BHP Group, cybersecurity company CrowdStrike, and business software maker Workday. Others expected to report include Dollar Tree, Hormel Foods and Salesforce on Wednesday, and Dell Technologies on Thursday. The market's November rally, which sent the S&P 500 up 8.6% through Monday, was in part driven by tamer-than-expected inflation readings that fortified widespread beliefs that the Federal Reserve has benchmark rates high enough to keep price pressures trending down toward the central bank's 2% long-term target. Economic numbers this week could test those beliefs, particularly Thursday's Personal Consumption Expenditures, or PCE, price update, the Fed's preferred inflation measure. Analysts expect the overall PCE rate in October rose 0.1% from September, while the core rate rose 0.2%, according to Trading Economics. Compared to year-earlier levels, overall and core PCE is expected to have risen 3.5% and 3.1% respectively, down from 3.7% and 3.4% the month prior. The core rate removes volatile energy and food prices. The PCE report will likely be the most important economic data point this week, Nathan says, but the bottom line is the bulls want to see data that supports a soft landing thesis, meaning some modest slack in the labor market and economic contraction will be tolerated as long as it is accompanied with decelerating inflation data and lower bond yields. PCE numbers have eased most of this year in step with other inflation benchmarks, including the Consumer Price Index, or CPI. In September, overall PCE was up 3.4% compared with the same month a year earlier, while core PCE, which excludes food and energy costs, increased 3.7%, the lowest year-over-year reading since May of 2021. By comparison, core CPI in October was up 4%. In Economic News Monday, October new home sales totaled a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 679,000, well under expectations for 720,000 and down from 759,000 in September. The report follows a recent surge in mortgage applications as the average rate fell below 7.5%, though mortgage applications remained down about 20% from a year ago. Other economic reports this week include the government's second estimate of third-quarter gross domestic product, or GDP, and the Institute for Supply Management's, or ISM's, manufacturing index for November. GDP, scheduled for release Wednesday, is expected to rise at an annualized rate of 5%, up from 4.9% in the first government estimate according to consensus from Trading Economics. Any upside surprises in the economic numbers could compel investors to dial back high conviction that the Fed is done raising rates and may even start cutting rates next spring. 
Late Monday, the market placed 97% odds that the FOMC will hold its benchmark funds rate unchanged following its December 12th and 13th meeting based on the CME FedWatch tool. The market also sees a 74% chance the Fed could cut rates by a quarter point or more in June. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.